0: Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show, Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town Podcast. A little early this time. I'm not getting fancy with the release, the delayed release or anything like that, because I really effed it up last time. And so I'm just going to give it to you to you straight. It's Thursday night, April 29th, about 8:30 p.m. Central Time. And the reason I'm recording right now specifically is twofold. One going to be in the suburbs this weekend and don't want to lug around the Mac just to record a podcast. But the other reason, and oh, we got a, we got, let's see, Cowboys trade pick to Eagles. Oh boy. If you couldn't tell already, wait till we get the details on this. I'm now watching the draft on mute, of course, because I can't listen to it and record at the same time. The NFL draft, live from Cleveland, gross is tonight. I mean they keep showing these still shots of the city on the banks of Lake Erie and it's just a very depressing place. Very uh sad, decrepit. Uh everyone looks like they either have covid or are dead and it's not very exciting. I what I was getting at was, you know, so you're watching the draft on mute. So when they do everything kind of straightforward without trades, it's really easy. Wow, they're showing a picture of the Cowboys draft room, and there's just one lady in there, one little white lady. That's it. That's kind of – I don't understand why they're showing that. Um, But when they make a trade, you know, you you hope that they put the terms on the screen – as soon as you know them because you don't want to feel left out anyways we are it's 8 30 p.m. the draft started 90 minutes ago this is the number 10 pick so things move pretty slowly on the first night of the draft um and I'm, i'm pretty i'm pretty excited the minnesota vikings are scheduled to pick my team in uh four picks here they are pick number 14 uh, so I will I will clue you in uh, as to who's getting drafted as we go. Interesting, the Eagles traded up. Let's break this down, okay? Eagles traded up with the they, they traded their pick that was the Cowboys' pick, and the best player left right now is the Heisman winner, the guy from Alabama. Who's there's already been two other wide receivers taken before him, which I was surprised by. Uh, there's been three quarterbacks taken so far. Uh, Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, and then the BYU kid went to the Jets, and then the kid from North Dakota State went to uh, that other place. Who was number three? Oh, San Francisco. And then this was interesting: Kyle Pitts, the uh, the Florida tight end, who's like you know being described as a generational you know talent as far as tight ends go. Goes to the Falcons at number four, which I don't quite understand. I mean, if you're the Falcons and you see those top three quarterbacks go off the board first, then I suppose you're probably just trying to get the best guy available. But for the Falcons, it's like the offense has never been the problem. Even though Julio Jones is getting older and is not as effective as he used to be, I mean, you still have Calvin Ridley is probably a top 15 wide receiver in football right now, if not top 10. Uh, Hayden Hurst is a fine tight end. I mean, no, I'm not comparing Kyle Pitts to Hayden Hurst. They're different in their talent levels, but it's like I just don't know. The fascinating thing to me was that they kept showing, you know, when when Kyle Pitts. And if you're if you're listening to this, and you're like, I have no idea what Quinn's talking about. Why are we talking football? I am I'm going to unabashedly talk football this entire podcast because it's the NFL Draft special. Okay. Um, they kept showing and I I promise I'm not going to ramble on too long. So I'm pretty I'm pretty tired, had a long day, worked late, so I'm not going to. Oh, here's 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 the trade. Eagles get 10th overall pick. Cowboys get 12th overall pick and the 2021 third round pick from the Eagles. So they just moved back two spots and got a third round pick. So next year. So basically what that tells me is the cow. There wasn't anybody at this spot or they were th- that the Cowboys were in love with, and or there are currently three players on the board that the Cowboys are comfortable picking. Slash, the Eagles really want someone here. I don't think it's going to be a quarterback because the Eagles just drafted Jalen Hurts last year. And do they still have... No, Carson Wentz went to Indianapolis. So Jalen Hurts is their guy. I mean, he's not that good. But do you think, like, Mac Jones or Justin Fields from Ohio State... I feel like Mel Kuiper right now. This is great. I'm really in my element. Um, are going to be an improvement over Jalen Hurts? I don't know. I don't think Jalen Hurts is that good. Like, Jalen Hurts is not going to have a long NFL career. I mean, great story, great college story. I love the kid, and he's not a bad player. He's just like, doesn't quite do one thing really well. Um, and it's just like, you don't last in the NFL. As a quarterback, unless you're just like that lucky sob, um, what's his name? The guy who was the 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 bear was he the Bears' quarterback? He's the Lions' quarterback, Chase Daniel, who's been in the league for like 15 years or something like that, and has started like five games. The, those numbers are not correct. Okay, the Eagles' pick is in. They got Kings of Leon playing in the background. What a what a what a band! The just like. And I'll mention now, I'm probably going to swear a lot. So listener discretion is advised for to Bean Town podcast. Number one is podcast. Podcast is objectively terrible. Number two, we'll use some language. I'm not a huge swear word kind of guy in real life. But once I get going, once I start talking about the NFL, you know, it's, it's all bets are off. Kings of the Leon is just like the shittiest white band they could have gotten to represent Cleveland in the draft. Um, or to be part of the Cleveland draft experience. Okay, here's the Eagles pick. This is number 10. They just traded up for it. You're getting live coverage as you're probably listening to this on Tuesday morning. Okay, the Eagles traded up for Devonta Smith. Okay, so here's here's the thing, and this is surprising to me. So, I mean, all I got to say before the pick came in was I didn't think they were going to draft a quarterback, and they didn't. So they come up. They get Devonta Smith, who's awesome, right? Devonta Smith, Alabama, won the Heisman last year. Super talented, right? He's the third wide receiver off the board. And here's what I don't really understand. The Eagles obviously need wide receiver help. So he fits there. But they just drafted a wide receiver last year, right? What is his name? Right, right in front of Justin Jefferson. Was it Jalen Rieger, that sort of thing? And you just feel like the Eagles are one of those teams that are so here comes some language again. I apologize. They're so fucked in so many different regards like they need literal help everywhere else and I just kind of feel like and I don't know I understand if you if like others out there fans of the game feel differently but from my perspective having watched the NFL for 25 plus years and played fantasy football for 15 plus years I just feel like the wide receiver position like running back it's a little bit different but when your team is is thoroughly boned across the board like the Eagles don't have one area that they are like all set good to go in you just feel like i I don't know wide receiver is not the highest priority so i'm not going to i'm not going to sit here and you know debate moves all day i mean the Eagles traded up they got their guy but the thing with the Eagles is they've spent their first-round draft pick the last two years now, including trading up this year for wide receivers. And obviously, I can't, I can't tell you that the Eagles 2021 in and plus in the, going into the future offense is bad. I can only speak to how it's been right now. But you think about it, and it's like they have Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, now, Jalen Rieger, I think his name is, Alshon Jeffrey, if he still plays for the team, I don't know. And Devonta Smith. And then their tight end core used to be really like vaunted with Zach and Dallas Goddard. Now it's just completely average. But you're like, that's where you invested your draft capital, and that's what it looks like. I mean, Jalen Hurts. Did the Eagles have – someone's going to have to correct me on this. Oh, the, the there's so much happening. New York Giants, were are on the clock. They have traded their pick to the Bears. Oh, boy, here – we got to hop on Twitter for this. I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I am multitasking. Okay, here – let me finish my thought, then we'll come back to this trade. The Eagles have invested all that draft capital, and I'm pretty sure they – I don't know if they traded back in or if they just had two first-round picks last year. They also took Jalen Hurts right at the end of the first round, right? Wasn't he picked number 32, something like that? And that's what their offense is. I mean, it could be good, better in the future. I mean, you hope it will be. But it's just like they poured all their draft capital into that, and that's what they have to show for it. So that's why I'm concerned. Um, not that I have any love for the Eagles, but as an objective fan of the game, a student of the game. Okay, here's what happened. Pick number 11 was the New York football Giants, who are also a pretty shitty team. Um, But, you know, I can say that because we just have the, it's just a run of NFC East picks. It was, first it was going to be Cowboys, then it was going to be Giants, then it was going to be Eagles. Instead, it's Eagles-Giants trade to the Bears- and now the cowboys are next. Okay, so here's we got a live look at Chicago here. They're picking at number 11. There are two quarterbacks that are projected to go in the first round. And you got to imagine and granted I don't I don't remember where the bears were scheduled to pick. I think it's like 17 or something like that, so they moved up a little bit, but we haven't we haven't seen the terms of the deal yet. But you got to imagine Mac Jones and Justin Fields. Mac Jones from uh, Bama. Justin Fields. Oh, they showed a live. We're looking at a live uh, feed into someone's home. It's just a sectional couch with a water bottle on the coffee table and some potpourri. No one's sitting there. All the lights on. Oh, here comes an African-American lady. Okay, it must be Justin Fields. He's wearing jeans. Wow. There comes the whole family. Yeah, Georgia. Okay. It was like a... A solid 15 seconds of just a live stream into the Justin Field living room with a sectional couch, and that was it. Um, Okay, here's Bear's Twitter. You figure you're taking one of them. Mac Jones, I think, is who they're going to take. Uh, Mac Jones is kind of just, like, tall and flabby and has a fine arm but isn't actually that good, I think is how I would describe him. Which, frankly, considering the Bears quarterbacks are currently Andy Dalton and Nick Foles, I just kind of feel like that would be a perfect fit for the Bears. Add another white quarterback with average talent and zero mobility to the room, Either that or they're gonna add Justin Fields uh, from Ohio State, who frankly I don't have a huge uh a huge beat on. I would love to scroll Twitter right now um a little bit more because the bears are on the clock. And my my Twitter feed, which I don't talk about that much because it's not that interesting. Uh my Twitter feed is almost exclusively Chicago sports people because I use it for like DePaul basketball. And Bulls and Blackhawks and a little bit of Cubs, but mostly Paul basketball. And so those people in turn, as you would expect, are Chicago Bears fans. Um, okay, here comes the pick. The commissioner is walking out. Uh, oh, there's someone else walking out. Who is that, Erlacher? No. Who is it? I don't know. He just gave a fist bump to the commissioner. Some African-American gentleman that I do not recognize. Wearing a mask. In a tangerine colored shirt, nectarine plum. No, those are different. It's nectarine. Okay, we're on mute. Here comes the bear selection, number 11 in the 2021 draft. You know it's going to be a quarterback. It's just Mac Jones or Justin Fields. Which one is it going to be? Either way, I'm drinking a sip of whiskey right after this. Who is it? It's on mute. Oh, they're advertising the draft a thon instead of declaring the pick. So if you want to donate to some charity, go to the website, Beantown Again, that's Beantown Being Podcast at yahoo.com. Or you can uh, email us. Beantown po- uh, what did I say? Beantown Podcast That's the email. Our website is Beantown Same thing as the email, but without the Yahoo and the at. Ampersand, is that what that's called? Or is that something different? Ampersand is the A with the thing around it, right? So what's the what's the like and sign? Or is that what an ampersand is? I don't know. Okay, they got this black guy in the nectarine shirt, who's maybe Charles Tillman's cousin or something, is maybe reading the pick, or maybe it's just more draft a thon stuff. I don't really know. Let's 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 find out. We're reading lips. Justin Fields, Ohio State. Let's go to Twitter. Wow. Another bad quarterback for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> first first tweet and reminder, a lot of my Twitter is Bulls fans as well. First tweet can Justin Fields play point guard. Okay. Uh the biggest question right now is what did the Bears trade up to uh, to get this pick? And also, the Bears now, oh, here it is. Okay. Giants trade pick number 11. Bears trade pick number 20. Oh, God. Oh, my. Okay. Well, this adds some whole new context to it. Okay. First, I was just like, Twitter was excited, yada, 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 whatever. Here's the terms of the deal. And again, if you don't know anything about football, I apologize. I'm going to be done sooner rather than later here. Okay, so the Giants traded away pick number 11. The Bears got pick number 11, and they gave the Giants their first-round pick, which is pick number 20. I said 17 earlier because I was just guessing. I had no idea. It's pick number 20. They also gave up pick number 164, which if you do the math is like a sixth round pick, something like that. I don't know. Not that interesting. But they also gave up... The Bears gave the Giants next year's first round pick to move up nine spots. And next year's fourth round pick, which is not as crazy, but you can still get a serviceable player in the fourth round. Um, But man, to give up two first round picks for this guy... Oof, I mean, it's fine with me because I am not a Bears fan, and I root for a team Minnesota Vikings who are going to play against the Bears. And at t- TBH, to be perfectly honest here, I'm straight-up salivating over the fact that the three quarterbacks in the NFC North— outside of the Vikings, are about to be either Dalton Foles or Fields, and then Jared Goff, and then whoever the Packers pick up once Rodgers leaves. So I it, it's it turning out to be a pretty good night for the Vikings, and we haven't even picked yet. I mean, would the Vikings, would the Bears be in a, the Bears are in a, okay, let's be clear about one thing. The Bears, I haven't even had any of my whiskey yet, in case you're wondering. It's been sitting on the coffee table for 20 minutes as I've started this show. The Bears' quarterback situation is in a better place now than it was before they made that pick. Okay, Justin Fields is probably better at this point in time than Andy Dalton or Nick Foles. Okay? So let's get that straight. The issue is the Bears are pretty boned in a lot of other areas. Their defense has fallen off. They don't have Vic Fangio anymore. Uh, uh, outside of Allen Robinson, who they just keep franchise taking, they don't really have a receiver. I don't care what you say about Darnell Mooney; he's perfectly average, right? I'm not saying the Bears should have drafted a receiver. I'm just calling it like it is. There isn't a receiver to draft right now. Um, in the 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 back. The butt clenching thing for Bears fans, I would think, is you don't have a first round pick next year. Plus you gave up two other picks. So it's just like it's it's weird. Here here's the the last word on the Bears, because the Cowboys pick is in. Here's my, my final thought. You have your young quarterback, Justin Fields, you want him to be the face of the franchise for the, you know, forever future. That's great. David Montgomery's still young. Great. The problem is on the other side of it, the rest of your, you're, you're not in sync in terms of like the age or the contract status of your players, right? You've got Allen Robinson on the other end. You have um, Roquan Smith, right? Akeem Hicks, he's still in the Bears. And uh, the guy from the Raiders, Mac on the other end, not so much their age, but their contracts. So my thing for the bears is they're not going to be able to replenish this draft capital. And they're, they're in like win now mode with the defense. And they just, you know, they cut Kyle Fuller and they're in like mega rebuild mode at the quarterback room. So I'm not it's not as if you look at the Bears talent right now and you're like, oh my gosh, this is crap. It's probably a top half of the league lineup, the way it looks right now, just based off of talent alone. But the problem is I don't see them growing together due to age and due to contracts, because I think they have one of the older rosters in the league. Um and but they're not good enough right now with a rookie quarterback to compete in the NFC. I mean, the NFC, just look at the NFC West. It's loaded. There's no team in the NFC North that's as good as the worst team in the NFC West, except for the Packers are better than the 49ers. Otherwise, it's even. Um, I mean, the Seahawks, they haven't won fewer than nine games since Russell Wilson was drafted, you know, nine ten years ago. The Lions, they have... Matthew Stafford now, and you saw how, or the, not the Lions, the Rams. They have Matthew Stafford now, and you saw how good they were last year with Goff. The uh, Cardinals are. I mean, I'm not a huge Kyler Murray guy, but they've got you know DeAndre Hopkins, and just a solid team. And is that everyone? Yeah, that's everyone. Okay, so that's my take on the Bears. We're back back to draftathon here. The Cowboys pick is in, since no one cares too much about the Cowboys. Who are they going to take? Uh, Well, let's see. Sean Lee just retired. They got that. There's that, uh, what's his name, Parsons, the fish guy from uh, Penn State. I bet they draft him. Let's see. The quarterbacks, other than Mac Jones, are gone. They don't need a quarterback. They They got Dak Prescott. They don't need an offensive weapon. Their offense should be loaded. So it's got to be defense, right? Who did I say? Micah Parsons? Yeah, that's who they picked. I think. Yeah, there it is. I okay. I'm like a I'm like an oracle over here, okay? I'm just casually sitting here podcasting on a Thursday night. Still haven't had any of my whiskey yet, which is another topic. Um and I'm just I'm just sitting here with the the NFL draft on mute giving you live coverage Making predictions in real time, and I will also take this opportunity to go back to last week, our Oscars special, and I want to uh, thank everyone who listened to that, and also just another reminder, I know we mentioned this last week, but we didn't, you know, no one was bumped, we didn't bump Ryan Ligon from the show, neither one of us had watched, like, hardly any movies from this past year, and so we just decided we didn't want to waste time doing a special, because we were very ill-informed, but yours truly made one pick, best picture, Nomadland, aced it. Now I'm over here predicting who's who's going number 12 to the Cowboys, Micah Parsons, aced it. Uh, what I wanted to say about this whiskey, I uh, Rachel and I were at the liquor store maybe two, th- two, three weeks ago. I was in need of some new whiskey. I uh, just wanted to try something different. And she said, wow, that Buffalo Trace looks good. I have uh, never had Buffalo Trace before. I have seen advertisements for it. But uh, this is my first ever sip. So I I put, I don't usually drink on a Thursday night, but I figured it'd be be fun to have for the podcast. So I poured myself a glass of Buffalo Trace whiskey on ice. One large cube from my Chicago glass. And here is a live sip on the air. First time. Hmm. It's solid. It's nothing flashy, but it's it's pretty straightforward. It's not quite as like tough going down as you know Bullet, which is what I was drinking previous. So overall, pretty smooth, pretty uh, pretty sexy. Did you guys know? And I, this isn't like a fact I just learned, but I'm a lot of people get mixed up by this that uh, the, the animal buffalo is native to Asia and Africa, and the bison is native to North America, okay? It's confusing because you got the buffalo nickel, which is like a wholly American thing, right? But buffalo are actually not from America. You're thinking of the bison, okay? Easy, get the two mixed up. I want to take this time to, uh, let's see. Oh, I haven't mentioned lucky pick number 13. The chargers are on the clock. Um, But we're going to take this brief respite, R-E-S-P-I-T-E. R-E-S-P-I-T-E. Find out what it means to me. To uh, Oh, those are my bank accounts. Um, Nope ads, that's what we want, Uh, to read uh, some ads from our sponsors here. Home Pride, Oregon, are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Central Oregon is, uh, oh, it's in Bend, Oregon, is, I got a hair in my mouth, you hate when that happens, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate angle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, call Steve. He's my dad at 541 316 Oh, they got Mac Jones on the iPad on the live stream. I bet he's got tune blasts on that thing. Oh, now he's texting his besties. Uh, or visit homeprideorgan.com. Again, 541 again 0316, or you can visit homeprideorgan.com. Homepride Organ inspection perfection. Um, oh, I was going to say something, and I completely forgot. It was not relevant to football, but then I saw something on the screen, and I started thinking about football. And. Then I forgot. Rats. Um, shoot, what was it? I don't know. I can't tell you. I want to give a shout-out to the Samsung Q2U Series. Pretty exciting news. Today, just this afternoon, we've been talking about it for weeks, I purchased a new Samsung Q2U Series microphone online uh, with... Excuse me, with the hope of being up and running uh, as soon as it arrives, scheduled for tomorrow. And that could should come in handy next week. We haven't planned it yet, but presumably we'll be joined live on air by mother of the podcast, Dr. Jane Dennison Furness. She's going to be in Chicago, which is pretty exciting. Hasn't been here for a couple of years. Looking forward to having mom on the show if we can work it out. We can work it out. We can work it out. I think that's my favorite Beatles cover of all time. Stevie Wonder, We Can Work It Out. It's just better than the original. And I mean, no offense to Paul McCartney. It's just, it just is. Okay? That's how I feel. Um,. Let's see, last one here, Cuts by Q. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle, we all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, but different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995, and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicago land area. From beehives to banks, fauxhawks to flat tops and everything in between, you have to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or you can email CutsbyQ at yahoo.com. Again, that's CUT, that's Q-U-T-Z, by Q at yahoo.com. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. I remember what I was going to say because the same commercial popped up a, a second time. The uh, the whole Chipotle quesadilla push thing and, you know, having it where you can only order it in the app. I'm kind of curious. Is that working for them? Like, has this been a successful push? Slash, how many people are going to Chipotle to get a quesadilla? Slash, why can you only get it through the app? Slash, will there be a time in the near future when you can go to Chipotle and order a quesadilla without the app? Okay, those were all the slashes I had. I went to Chipotle last week. I was downtown in my office. Actually, as I was today also. It's it's happening, folks. We're going back in. Um, And I had Chipotle for lunch. First time in, I don't know year and a half two years something like that probably a year and a half or so it was just as fine as i remembered it uh we have we have the uh the los angeles san diego chargers on the board they're picking number 13 their pick is in who do i think they're taking uh there's two guys there's two offensive linemen you figure they're going to take one of them to protect justin ebear uh there's let's see what's his name aloe vera tucker from uh california which should be that's where the chargers play that might be a nice fit uh there's also the northwestern guy sean slater different than sean spicer okay i know some of you got excited oh they just showed sean slater he he had some of his nice purple cheerleader friends on there with him i wonder if he lives near me maybe you should go out and look Oh, then they got, they got Aloe Tucker live streaming to the family room, but they got the thing where the camera is facing the exterior windows. And so the light is streaming through because it's California, it's still light out there. And you couldn't, you couldn't see a, you You couldn't see a damn thing. What a shame. And of course you got the whole family in there. They're African-Americans, you know, skin is very dark. Once you get the bad lighting going, it's game over. So for those reasons, I I would I'm going to bet due to the better lighting and northwestern and this guy might be my next door neighbor, I'm going to guess the Chargers are picking Rashawn Slater. Okay? I still I still can't get over the fact that the Eagles picked another wide receiver. They just they are so boned. As are the Bears. I'm gonna. It's gonna be interesting. I gotta make sure I turn on my six seventy. The to score tomorrow. I'll get Bears reaction. This feels like people are gonna be excited, but you're also really fucked in the future. Okay, here's the Chargers selection. Uh, Sean Slater from Northwestern, potentially my neighbor. That's who I said, right? <clears throat> so your boy Q Dizzle just keeps. Keeps the hits coming. Um, that's two straight live on air that I've picked correctly. Okay. Oh, there's Pat Fitzgerald. Oh, man. They got Pat Fitzgerald on the live stream. That's pretty neat. They're in this big tent in Cleveland. It looks like, oh, I'm glad I am glad I made this connection because I actually, this is probably, okay, this is the last thing I'm going to say um, because the Vikings pick is next, and I actually want to watch that. and I'm just kind of tired. But um, they're, they're in this big tent in Cleveland. It reminds me of the Weinberg Arts and Sciences tent after graduation, which made me think of my brother Jack for, yeah, I mean, obviously he graduated from Northwestern, um, and there's a fun graduation story involving the tent. But what I wanted to say is not the story. I wanted to give a sincere and hearty, H-E-A-R-T-Y, congratulations to my brother Jack, who graduated today, from Columbia Law School the Ivy League to this date the first ferni in recorded in mankind's recorded history written or recorded to attend an Ivy League institution now i will say this okay props to my brother jack here's the deal i have physically stepped foot on every ivy league campus so you can kind of decide for yourself which one of those two is more impressive. But regardless of how you feel, congratulations to my brother Jack. Now he's got to pass the bar. Okay? Good luck passing the bar. Alfred Lord, tennis ball. Folks, I got I, I to gotta be straight with you. I am going to wrap this up because... The Vikings are on the clock, which is like more or less the only reason I am actually watching. And uh, oh, one other thing before I finish up, very quick, and I I could literally dedicate an entire episode to this. I'm not going to, but TV recommendations just finished three nights ago. The Shield, FX drama. It was FX first like original drama. Is that how that how that went? Michael Chiklis. Emmy-nominated show from the early 2000s, ran for seven seasons. The creator, Sean Ryan, from Rockford, went to Keith, um, easily vaulted into, I don't know, my top five favorite shows of all time. I'm not exaggerating when I put it on the same pedestal as The Wire, Breaking Bad. Oh, Vikings traded. I thought they might. I knew they were going to trade back because they weren't in love with Alavara Tucker. They traded back to the J-E-T-S, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 who already picked number, what, two? Kid from BYU? We'll see what that trade is like. Hopefully a good haul. Um, so the Vikings are no longer on the clock, which means I have to stay up later to watch. Whatever. Uh, the Shield is Michael Chiklis, Walton Goggins, and a pretty big ensemble cast. Not necessarily people who are, like, uber famous, but I've just been in a lot of, you know, different TV projects. Really fantastic throughout the seven seasons, some guest star, uh, a couple of these people. Well, actually, everyone I was going to mention, at least a season long of guest starring. uh, Two of the three, both the male actors, were in seasons outside of their kind of primary season. Anthony Anderson was fantastic. He's kind of the main villain of season four. Glenn Close is in season five. No, Anthony Anderson, Mainville in season three. Is that how? No, Anthony Anderson and Glenn Close both in season four. Forrest Whitaker, who I really don't know that much about, season five. One of the best TV performances of all time. The The Shield is if you if The Wire and Breaking Bad are like gold or you know like um, legend tier, then take The Shield and right, one tiny little notch below that, you know, one one bullet point below that, that's where The Shield fits in. Fantastic um, in terms of the writing, the character development, the way, and I think The Shield does this better than any other show I've ever seen before. The way it, seven seasons long, right? It runs for seven years. The way it incorporates things, plot points, character moments, et cetera, from see all the way back in the season 1, right? Season 1 wasn't just like a you know, put a show on TV and see if we can stand the air kind of thing. Like the stuff that they develop in season 1 comes into play not only at the end of the show but literally in the finale of the show. Storylines are wrapped up that are introduced in the pilot. So, it's on Hulu it's a fairly big investment. I mean, seven seasons, they range from, like, 10 episodes to, you know, 14 episodes, something like that. I, I watched it in probably, what, a month, two months, something like that. Totally worth it. Um, spectacular. Very sad, but pretty humorous at times as well. Excellent writing. I'm not really a cop show kind of guy. But this one, the characters in it take it to the next level, okay? That's the shield, highest of high recommendations. Folks, that's what I got for you. I'm going to go check on the trade details. The Vikings have traded back in the first round. Um, They've given their pick to the Jets, who will have their second pick in the top 14, which is pretty wild. And I'm going to finish my whiskey, and uh, it's a work night. So I won't be up too much longer. That's what I got for you, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any uh, comments, questions, or suggestions, email us, BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. And uh, I hope you listened. If you are not an NFL fan, I completely understand why you would have shut this off real quickly. But uh, we had a lot of fun. That's what I got. Thanks for tuning in. It'll be a little while. Until I check in on you next time, because it's a Thursday night right now. But... uh, I never miss a beat, okay? Let's get our outro music playing, and I will check in on you next time. Bye.